Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. Sorry again for my voice. I am getting a little bit better, so that's what happens this time of year. So, did any of you attend? I know some of you did. Just got tweets from you last night. Did any of you attend the Army Corps of Engineers listening session last night at the Salem Public Library? What were your impressions if you did? Was there anybody there advocating, yeah, let's tear the dams down? Was it obvious to you that most people literally made their passionate comments, and some of them were, I understand. Thank you, Art. <clears throat> that some of them were indeed passionate. Did anybody make powerful points? And did the staff of the Army Corps of Engineers take any of it seriously? What about the drawdown going on in Green Peter Dam right now? And how apparently... It has affected the drinking water of the city of Sweet Home. Badly, as a matter of fact. What about that? What's the Army Corps of Engineers going to do about that? Hmm? Did anybody talk about that last night? We'll go on and we'll talk about other things <clears throat> that are out there in the news. But if you were there last night, I would love to hear from you. Give us a call, 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line, <clears throat> 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. There is... Um, the House Republicans, and hopefully we'll get uh, Representative Jeff Helfrich to join us. He is the leader of the House Republicans, the, the new one, former Portland cop and uh, smart guy, passionate guy who has a plan. And one of these days we'll get him on the air to talk about it, at least in part. I mean, you, you don't want to telegraph your strategy moves. I mean, you don't do it in, in chess. If you do it in basketball, I can tell you, uh, having played basketball most of my life, uh, if you do it in basketball, you telegraph where you're going to pass the ball, guess what happens? Huh. Somebody intercepts the ball. Now, same thing happens in the NFL. We're watching NFL play right now. The uh, safeties and the cornerbacks on the defense are reading the eyes of the quarterback, looking where he's looking because he's telegraphing where he's going to go with the ball. That gives them a, a clue and they can take appropriate actions to intercept the ball. My point is you do not telegraph everything you're going to do. 
Now, the dance for a guy like Jeff Helfrich, and, and this is all in relation to a story that's in the Northwest Observer today, northwestobserver.com. The headline is House Republicans Propose Addiction Solutions. Oregon's in a crisis because Measure 110 has failed. Uh, yep, <clears throat> it has. Now, they talk about what their solutions are. But my point is that what Helfrich has to do is something that is not easy. And I'm going to share it with you. Along with, uh, we'll get into other things uh, that are out there. Uh, By the way, you should know that it's not just Tina Kotek and the Oregon Secretary of State that want to unlawfully, unconstitutionally restrict your free speech, which is why we have sued them in federal court. This story comes, and and not just New York State, because the governor there of New York just proposed essentially the same idea. Ukrainian lawmaker Dubinsky, this is a member of the Ukraine, this would be like a member of Congress, is imprisoned for 60 days and charged with treason for, quote, misinformation. What? Yeah. Now, if you don't think that kind of thinking isn't already in the minds of the far left in America, you need to wake up because you're not paying attention. Because that's exactly where they want to go. And that's why we're suing. So so here's the, <clears throat> here's the challenge that Jeff Helfrich has. He has to do two things to be able to win in November of 2024. And I mean win big. Now, the first thing you got to realize, and, and, and I'm, I'm just going to give you a little bit of inside baseball, and then we'll go to art. We'll talk. I, I got a great email from Julie about salmon and dams. This is so good. And I just wonder if um, anybody brought this up last night. We'll get to all of that again. If you were at the meeting last night, 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line, or you can send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I want to hear from you. The two things that Jeff Helfrich has to do is develop a plan that works, that gets Republicans elected, because you got to understand only 4,200 votes swing in all uh, 60 races for the House of Representatives because there are 60 members of the House, 30 in the Senate. In those swing districts, especially a 4,200 vote change from voting for a Democrat to a Republican would have put Republicans in control of the House, folks. Not just get us closer, but in control. 4,200 votes. That's all. So with that in mind, what Jeff Helfrich has to do 
as the leader of the Senate Republicans, or House Republicans, rather, is to come up with a plan that does that. Comes up with a messaging plan that does that. And you, and you have to do that in the context of what's going on inside of Oregon. There's lots of, I mean, it's a target-rich environment, right? Democrat corruption with FTX and boatloads of cash from the cartels through La Mata. That affects Kotak. But the 10-year-old's getting abortions without parents' consent bill. That, folks, is the biggie. Now, if Jeff Helfrich gets and understands that if he focuses on, and they have to do this through messaging, polling, if he focuses on the issues that really move the voters, those 4,200 swing voters, if he can focus on that, then he has put together a plan that works. It always works. Because it's human nature. Now, he what he has to do is put together the plan, and in doing so, he's got to overcome the biases of the political consultants that they hire to run these campaigns. Because many of them don't get it. I'm telling you, they don't get it, folks. I know for a fact I've had to work with them. Very few of them get it. I just, just think for a moment, and Art, I, I got to finish this point, so j- just hang on. I'll get to you, and I'll give plenty of time. If you watch college football, if you watch the NFL, any length of time right now, I am, so that, that's why I'm using this as an example. It could be any show. You will see the same commercial over and over and over and over again over a period of time. Why? Because research proves that you have to see or hear. That's why we play commercials for our great sponsors over and over again here. Many times for it to sink into your brain. And if it's done right, it sinks into your heart. You get it? What the what the consultants do is well you you gotta you gotta talk about jobs and then you gotta talk about the economy and you gotta talk about education and you gotta talk about public safety and you have this laundry list of stuff and what you do is you dilute the message about the issues that really move people. It's dumb, and it doesn't work. It loses every time. Because the Democrats do what? They hammer away at one thing. Abortion, 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 right? Okay? That's what they do. We don't. There's a reason they call us the stupid party. So what Helfrich has to do is he has to develop a plan that's going to work. And then he has to communicate that to donors. Because he has to raise money to make the plan work. And then he has to spend the money in a way that makes the plan work. Those are the two things he has to do. He has to have a plan that communicates and moves the hearts and minds of 4,200 voters. In a presidential year. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. I love you, man. We need more time. So we can get more organized and engaged, but that's a topic for another day. Oh, did I put myself on? Okay. No, you're oh, good. There. No. Okay. Um, we need to engage. 
we need to uh, fight like we know we can win. You're absolutely right. Uh, Republicans listen to these dang consultants that all they care about is the money they bring in. They don't care about winning. And that's the most important thing. Winning. They're so damn arrogant and think they're so dang smart, they don't listen. I'm tired of it. It's just absolutely crazy. Uh, you're doing a great job. we got to keep beating the message. There is no doubt about it. Now, i need. I got to say one more thing today, Jeff. Um, I'm going to donate $1,000 to the Petunia Fund because we need to protest more. We need to force our issues. And Petunia did a fantastic job for us in the Salem situation. And the last thing I'm going to do is say we must force that lousy person who is running our city out of the out of a job. We got to get rid of her or him because they don't care about it. I love you, Jeff. We'll talk more. God bless. Well said. And thank you for the very generous uh, donation uh, to keep Petunia out there. She's going to be out there. In fact, she may be in the Salem Christmas Parade. That'll be fun. Maybe you want to show up and ride on the float with Petunia. It's 620. Art, thanks again. You're right. We got to be engaged. If you were engaged last night at the salmon versus dam removal hearing, I want to hear from you. Back in a moment, 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of big GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Did you go to the Army Corps of Engineers listening session last night? Did they actually listen? Now, my guess is they weren't going to engage anyone. They were just going to sit there like bureaucrats and listen and record it. What did you think? What were the, what was the prevailing opinion? Did anyone really, truly make important points? Julie makes an important point. Tim, hang on. I'll get to you in just a second. And folks, I'm going to tell you what that important point is. Because it, it wasn't considered in any of my comments. But it makes perfect sense. So also, friends, does you supporting a company like MyPillow that's standing up for your freedom, free and fair elections, your liberty. Because right now, the insanity of what's going on in America and the world happens because of corrupt elections. We have to keep fighting for freedom. That's why we have... Oregon people's vote at the local level. That's why we're doing the things that we're doing all across the state of Oregon and frankly, across the country. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are leading that charge. Support them in what they do by buying their great products. Right now, they have this Giza Dream bed sheet sale. And you can see this if you go to MyPillow.com, okay? And I'm telling you, I sleep on them. I love them. I have never slept on better sheets in my life. And I mean it. I mean, they, they hold up to laundering. They're just, they're fantastic. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code PC23 and get these amazing discounts. And they're huge discounts. Some of this stuff, folks, is 80% off. You're going to buy Christmas gifts? Buy them from MyPillow. <clears throat> Here's, again, PC23 is the dis- discount code. Julie's emails about salmon in dams. She writes, a big part of the problem with salmon is the harbor seals. Stupidly, in a long line of stupidities of the greenies, the harbor seal was added to the endangered species list. They were not endangered at that time or ever. They have not confined themselves to the coast. They swim up to the Bonneville Dam where they kill salmon as they enter the ladders. They've been seen at Willamette Falls in Oregon City. The best thing is to breach the seals before the dams. Yeah, well said. Rich write an email, unless I'm mistaken, the New York governor has the AI program already in place and has a state bureau already using it. Yes, that is true. They have a contract that does that. Now they're talking about expanding it. To impact people in New York, to literally go after people in New York State, just like the Secretary of State wants to do here in Oregon. Because if this new AI company, which is yesterday, and I'll share this with you at the bottom of the hour break. I saw a presentation on AI yesterday for farming, for agriculture natural resources, industries, how it's going to change us. And folks, it's scary as heck. This AI company is going to use whatever algorithms they want, whatever definitions, because this contract doesn't spell out definitions, which is part of our federal lawsuit. What defines malinformation, disinformation, misinformation? What defines it? This AI program is going to define it. And then if they deem anything you have said which is your right under the First Amendment, they will report you to the FBI and the Oregon State Police. That's where New York State is going next into a greater degree. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, last night's uh, get-together, you'd been so proud of the political clash people. There had to be between five and ten of them there. And their testimony was perfect. In fact, the whole audience, there wasn't anyone that was in opposition. They were all in favor. Really? No kidding? The dams and the water and everything else. No one. Wow. So, let me, you're you're a guy who gets messaging and, and the whole point about impacting people's hearts and minds. Did anybody make what you thought were really impactful arguments? Here's the way I would answer it, Jeff. When I got there, I was somewhat early, and I signed up, and I was number 10. There was one gentleman who was so good, and he was more on the technical aspects of it because of his background. 
both in uh, public service but also in the military, that I told him that I'm going to give him my time because I want to hear more about what he had to say. They were so good. I didn't testify. I just sat there and listened because they didn't add anything. I mean, there wasn't anything I could add to it. It was perfect. And the people who ran the meeting, I complimented them because they allowed everyone to talk. They gave them, they gave them three minutes to do it, but they left it open. So if anybody wanted to talk twice or three times, they didn't even use all the time that they had set aside for the meeting. I was able to talk to them after the meeting. And what you would find is they weren't there to uh, talk about our group versus the environmentalists. That isn't why they were there. Because they talked to me about they're trying to do a number of different things with the dams. And they, ha- they don't have a preconceived uh, position. And there are things that we can do to help support them. Thank and you, we Jim. Need to under- oh, go ahead. I, I appreciate that, that report. I think they do have a predetermined position. I think it's obvious in the press releases they put out. But that's my opinion. I try to read between the lines. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it, folks. Back in a moment. It's 6.30. There is lots to talk about. We'll get into it. On the other side. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Welcome back to Political Coffee. I'm your host, fifth generation Oregon farmer, former state representative, and the guy who's a passionate defender of liberty. Just like you guys. So many of you, by the way, thank you for participating last night at the, um, and and we're going to talk to Ronnie in a moment. Because he was there. I know he was there because I was getting text messages. (laughs) And I knew it was going to be great testimony. Uh, All of you that participated in the, opposing the ridiculous idea of shutting down the cheap hydropower dams that provide water for food, water for food processing, that provide a safe, stable river environment during the winter for the city of Salem and all the other little cities along the North Sandy M or the Willamette River from being flooded. Thank you to all of you who took time to go there last night. I am deeply honored that you would do that, and I hope that I helped in some way. Jim writes a text message about, you mean California sea lions? I say it's time for Oregon native tribes to have at them. Harvest sea lions. Save the dams. Now that's a great bumper sticker. Harvest sea lions. Save the dams. That's perfect. Don't you think? 
Harvest sea lions, save the dams. Friends, mark your calendars for this coming Saturday, November 18th, at the Safeway at Center Street from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Why? Well, because you can help those in need during the holidays with the 25th annual Supermarket Saturday food drive. It's very generously sponsored by our friends at Michelangelo Exteriors, Hope Station, Pacific Crest Archery, and the Kaiser Chamber of Commerce. So let's support. Let's come together to support local families in need during the holidays. Please bring this Saturday from 10 to 4, four, just four non-perishable food items. And you'll be entered to win a drawing for a $100 Pietro's gift certificate. Come down and make a difference. My producer and KSLM show host Amanda is going to be there in person from 10 a.m. to noon. So join us for a day of giving, community spirit. Again, it's this Saturday at the Safeway at Center Street from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Let's spread some warmth and love together. Do not miss this. This Saturday at the Safeway on Center Street from 10 to 4. Bring four non-perishable items. Um, let's go to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. I understand you testified last night. Did you not? Yes, I did. I testified twice. The frustration was there was only 31 people in the audience. 15 individuals testified. The points I made was these points. Number one, to take out the 550 or 750 megs of power that's produced by these dams, just the Willamette Valley ones alone, not the Calamity Basin, would represent at Pacific power rates that gone up to a cheap 12.043 cents a kilowatt hour uh, would be very asinine. We already lost power from uh, the 2,000 megs at the uh, area by the Dalles. Yeah, the Boardman coal fire plant. Yeah. Uh, we already took it out of a dam that was 140 megs. You was in legislation when that happened. And uh, the Savage Rapids Dam, they don't talk about. And the guys that it would uh, cost $100 million, it wind up costing almost $200 million to take that dam out. There was never a full report given about the number of salmon has they returned or not in increase. Number three, the way they count salmon, you can never know because they concentrate only on what they consider native, when there might have been four to eight times more fish caught Number yes. four, this, off the international lines, how many of those foreign boats, especially Chinese and others, from here to Alaska, net salmon in large numbers using illegal nets? Number five, the point I made in comparison to California or Washington's dream Green New Deal policies, like in the San Joaquin, Sacramento Valleys, it doesn't pan out. Good example, my adopted father pays 43.8 cents a kilowatt hour for a 2,000-square-foot house and for maybe about uh, two and a half months of uh, utility power that he used when he extracts honey and uses uh, his steam uh, generator that he uses steam heater to heat the honey up then reality if you use above what they deem uses up it 
he will pay up to 68.4 cents a kilowatt hour. His bill since July has been $1,300. That's not, he, he did not use it as AC in his house except maybe four times because it's very heavily insulated that he spent third, a third since 88 when he built the house. Number seven, the point is with all that mud and one of the people who was a, who was a councilwoman out of Sweet Home bought a bottle of water. It looks murkier than the septic waste that we use. And number eight, with all that mud coming down the Saniam, North Saniam and the Willamette River that looks muddier than the lava flow, uh, all the, remember, salmon's got to have gravel to put their eggs. When you That's put right. mud over, you just, you just cover it up and basically killed those eggs. And they did purposely destroy probably two to five years worth of salmon because of this stupid decision that was made without any full impact or to worry about what will happen if you go through and you drain in such large numbers and you create, take the oxygen out of water like if you was in solvency when the winds twitch around from the south and from the north during the rain season and cause red tide, which make the tilapia and other fish in the Salton Sea when they had fish float up and died to uh, lack of oxygen. You created this man-made situation, kill all the kokanee, you've ruined the fishing, you've ruined the environment, and the most important thing, just like when you got the Frank Kern Canal or the, the peripheral canals that goes down the Sacramento-San Joaquin Valley, when you have good, heavy, ra rainy years and they let out extra water, Jeff, you also raise up the water wells of people that's nearby those places. That's right. Especially if they're right. earthen areas that goes through and refills so that way the farmer, the rancher, can farm. And number 10, taking away the recreational areas will destroy communities like Detroit City, will destroy Sweet Home, everything that brings in hundreds of millions of dollars up and down the canyons or even down in, in various other areas along the gorge where the, on East Central and Eastern Oregon that may benefit from the waters and tributaries from that. Or you, and don't forget, as far as Mary's Peak, you know, Mary's River out by uh, yep. Palomath, yep. that yep. the it does run part two there, you got crawdads. So how many of those, you, you destroyed several different lifestyles, and we had a crawdad feed about 10 years ago at the NYRA Northwest Youth Rodeo Association dinners, you know? We caught them right out of the creek. So when you talk about saving the environment, we just man-madely destroyed our environment by a bunch of knuckleheads who made a stupid lawsuit who's not from our state, who's grifting and at the same time hurting me. I can't, I'm already spending almost $8,000 a year since February 2020 on inflationary unwanted needs. I do not need my power rates, which also if you rent or if you get water, those rates affect you, the renter. Those rates affect you, the homeowner. Those rates affect you, the rancher, the farmer. And uh, they need to take all those things into consideration. But the most important one that brought all that stuff up, the first person who spoke in front of me, that was new, he was working for the Department of Corps Engineers at, at, at Green Peter and all that area, and he was also the veteran. He wrote six pages with him. He said his first time he ever testified in almost 20 years since he'd been out of the business. And he made so many good points. It was just remarkable, like the hand of God reinforced from one of their own areas. Yes, they only listen and take, and they, t they had a stenographer to take notes. But where was my senators? 
writes in an email. Where was my county commissioners from these counties going to be affected? Where was my mayors? Where was my councilmen? Where was my people that works in the various water districts or on the water boards? Where, where in the hell were they? But nobody a, will not address really that. Really good question, Because Ron. these things are swept underneath the carpet because if, like a Salinsky approach, if I can keep you inundated with lies, deceptions, and promises, and everybody wants to keep grifting because we want to print more money or tax those to push the rent and push everybody into these gulag apartments uh, that they want to build, like they built in uh, Vienna and Berlin in the 20s and 30s. That's all they care about. But as long as, hey, I tried. We need lions and sheepdogs, mama bears, not sloths, That's right. That's right. Not, not vipers. Ronnie, not well fleas, said. You gotta ticks. let you go. Well said, yes, Ronnie. Sir. Good job last God night. God bless you. Yeah. Give God the awesome glory. Points. Mm-hmm. Folks, bye bye. If you were there last night, we'd love to hear your impressions. You just heard Ronnie. What do you think? Hmm? He makes up a great point. How come there weren't mayors, city council members, county commissioners at this meeting last night? The absurdity of even what the Army Corps of Engineers is asking for should have prompted them to stand up. Don't you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk I'm back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. I'm going to get into the AI thing just briefly here. It is a subject that we will have to talk about a lot because it is a threat to your individual liberty in many ways, folks. One group that has fought for your liberty for a long time, yes, is a company, Freedom Heating and Air. It's in their name. They believe it. They believe in liberty. They stand for it in their company and how they treat you as a customer. Right now, they're running an $89 furnace tune-up special. For just $89. Folks, do you know that it costs that much to put somebody in a vehicle and drive within 25 miles of Salem, which is what this $89 special is good for, addresses within 25 miles of Salem? It costs a lot more than $89, folks. They'll come out for $89 and do a furnace tune-up. One indoor-outdoor, one indoor unit, one outdoor unit. They'll look at them both, assess them, test them. Any additional units are only $40. If you need parts or filters, they're extra. So again, this price of $89 for a furnace tune-up is good within 25 miles of Salem. This promotion ends on the 30th of November. So you got some time, but don't procrastinate. Okay, when you call Freedom Heating and Air, mention that you heard this commercial, this promotion about the $89 furnace tune-up special. You heard it on KSLM and you heard it on Political Coffee. Call them at 503-580-1456-580-1456. Now, 
this business, folks, of AI is scary. Last night, or yesterday morning, rather, I attended a conference in Salem where they discussed how AI is going to change our world, change everything in our world. That's what's scary. Greg sent me an email about Generation AI. The World Economic Forum introduces, well, how they're going to, Generation AI is going to bring together the world and Muslim countries to join with open AI forces to produce a new age of, quote, safe and effective global data governance benefiting humanity in a safe way greg writes they say but remember when alphabet's google was sold to the public with the motto do no harm that would not compromise our privacy or weaponized data and it would only benefit humanity our uncle klaus that's klaus schwab and his fourth reich cult of billionaires bankers and global leaders out to capture the ai high ground to ensure they become the only global ai regime Take a look and see what you think. There's a YouTube here. World Economic Forum introduced a new age of global data governance. This is the threat to your liberty. In farming, it has its applications that are positive. Every great deception always has that, does it not? Here's what it is. You have drones picking apples. I kid you not. You have drones with little lasers on them that are shooting individual weeds in my field, potentially. That's all cool. But what happens when that AI runs amok and decides to take over? Sort of like what we saw in 2001 Space Odyssey in the early 60s. Remember that movie? That's what sticks in my mind. Now, what's scary here also is that you get, and Gary, hang on, I'll get you in a second here. What's scary about this is these robots, some of them are humanoid. What happens when they get turned against us because we become the enemy of the people? Remember that movie with Will Smith, Gene Hackman? We become the enemy of the people. They come after us. These robots that are humanoid. Secretary of State wants to turn you and I into the FBI and the Oregon State Police. If something we say as our free speech is deemed a threat because we disagree with the election results. Can you imagine them then sending a robot to question you? Maybe to break down your door. Maybe to assassinate you in your home because you defend yourself, your castle. Like the FBI has been murdering people in their homes. I'm just saying, folks. Elon Musk is right. AI can be very, very dangerous to our liberty. Let's go to Gary. Gary, go Beavs. Hey, Jeff, go Darks. <clears throat> Too bad the Beavers didn't get on uh, game day this week. Uh, you know, so they what explain. a load of garbage that is. Yes. <laughs> Biggest game of the week, and uh, ESPN won't show up 
because <clears throat> they don't want to explain why it, uh, the beavers got left out in the cold. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, um, great job by Ronnie. Uh, yes. But why didn't we why didn't we hear about this uh, meeting? Uh, this is I've got a newsletter that I send out every day to get people to attend these things, and this one is critical. And this is the first I heard anything about it. Well, I, I you know I've been talking about it for the last uh, two or three days on this show, but it, it's it should have been bigger than that. Frankly, other talk shows, my buddy Lars should have been all over this thing. And frankly, why wasn't like the Association of Oregon Counties, the League of Oregon Cities on top of this also telling these mayors and these council people and these county commissioners, you need to be at this meeting. You need to show up. Because it's a threat That's what to this newsletter is for. Lars opens it. You open it. A lot of real powerful people are getting it. But if I don't get it, uh, nobody's getting it either. I mean, nobody heard about this thing, and we're about to lose our power, and nobody's, nobody's, I, I mean, I come to your program at the half hour, so I don't hear the first half hour, um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, we got to get this information out to people so that they can attend and do what Ronnie did. Great job, but we needed 10 more people doing that. Yeah, uh, the fact that they had extra time, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers did, uh, that wasn't filled up last night by testimony is disappointing. Huge. I mean, it, it truly because is. we're going to have this shoved down our throats by the env environmental uh, nut jobs uh, simply because they want to feel good about saving the salmon. They don't care about anything Ronnie said. All they care about is they're saving the salmon. And they, and and feeling good and getting a and getting a, a, a warm high off of uh, virtue signaling, and they are going to you know make us pay and destroy the environment just like they are the forests, simply so that they can tell all their friends that they're good people. That's right. We need to get this information out, and that's what the newsletter is for. Because a lot of people are finding out about things they never will hear about because they want to keep it under the covers. Well said, Gary. Go Beavs and go, go Ducks. Friends, we're at the end of the show for today. I hope that you found it informative. Maybe we'll figure out if we can get a presentation on the actual data that Ronnie talked about at the next Political Coffee Clash next Tuesday night. See you tomorrow.